The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because I'm feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, folks, we made it. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog Sin, with my buddy, Kev Huggin Duggan. The season is upon us. It's all upon meaningful us. games from this point out, but let's, let's not go. forget Kyle the Coach Duggan. What's our, it's cut season, too. These guys are... It is cut season. Wild yes. stuff that what affects us directly. We'll get yeah. to, but geez, what... Yes. Brut- brutal. That's right, folks. We've got the final preseason game to talk about. Some moving and shaking happening around the league. We got a fan focus lined up and an Ask Bolt fam. But let's start off here at the top, folks, talking about this last game against the San Francisco 49ers. Chargers winning, baby, 23 to 12. We like to see it preseason or otherwise. Makes you feel better, you know, the next day, walking away from a win. It makes it more um, fun to go back and watch again. Oh, easily. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about what happened during this game. Now, initially, week two, we saw Easton Stick handle the entire game. Yep. Mm-hmm. This week, we thought, okay, well, this is Max Duggan's game, right? To to come out and play the whole game. Not so, sadly. I mean, we saw Easton Stick come out there and did okay. I, yeah. I It was... Uh, Still, kind of some concerning, frantic, he, like stressful he moments. One, he had one pass where they were about to score, and he was like rolling out and threw a terrible pass that was almost picked. Almost I was like, picked dude, off. Dude, yeah. it's like the same thing that happened last game, where it's like the panic, like gotta make it happen, and it just you just gotta get rid of the ball. Don't take the sack, like kick the field goal. You know what I mean? Right. And, and the thing that is wild to look at for this stat, I mean, the Chargers won twenty three to twelve. Passing yardage was only 38 yards. That's insane. That's 38 between Easton and Max. They ran the shit out of the ball. They did. I mean, both on from a quarterback and the running back perspective, they just ran more yards than they threw, Yeah, which is just wild to see. I mean, and Easton Stick had two sacks or uh, 15 yards. I mean, Easton only averaged, he had 11 attempts, only averaged three and a half yards you know, per catch, he was nine for 11. Max Duggan was four for nine. 
only threw 15 yards from Max Duggan. That's just a crazy thing to see. You are not seeing what our offense is going to be they're by not doing, any means. Giving you, you know, anything. they're not showing anything. You have no idea Smoke what <laughs> going. Yeah, can't yeah. see nothing. <laughs> this is like it feels like uh we went into the preseason with a very intentional purpose of we need to get better at running the football. Mm-hmm. And that's where all of the attention went was we need to learn how to run the football. And, and Horvath got a, a run too. Am I right? That's right. an eye formation. They were they were really going after it. I liked what I saw. That was the that was the fourth down attempt that we saw the Chargers go for it, and Horvath came in and got give what it to the big to guy. Like, you, that's right. Fourth what down, give it to the freaking fullback. Let's go. <laughs> um, I mean, speaking of run game, I mean, holy cow, Joshua Kelly, where you been all my life? Isn't it cool that like every game there's a new awesome guy? Like they all yeah. kind of took turns having great games. Mm-hmm. Like it mm-hmm. was, you know, it was Dotson, then it was Spiller, and now it's seventy five yards for Josh Kelly. Yeah. He only ran the ball twice. And he had that 75-yard touchdown, which was amazing. That was just wild yeah. to see to see him go off to the races. Um, and Max Duggan being the second leading rusher. He, he's fast. <laughs> he can run. Yeah, he's, yeah. So he's no joke. He can run. And it, it was what's what's cool is that Tyler Hoosman had a huge game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you could put it feels like putting anyone back there and there's holes. It's to gonna be found. work. It's gonna you work. No, you don't have to fit a specific type of runner to be successful in our offense. Right. You know, you right look there. at you look at the Cowboys and what they were able to do with not just Zeke Elliott, but other people like popping up on the scene because the style is like very running back friendly style of of running. It's get find the hole, get downhill, not get to the side, get to the side, get to the side. Hopefully something opens up. Up, oh, nothing opened up. Oh, now you're screwed. Ah, so two yards. it's it's pretty fun. <laughs> I love I love when I see guards pulling, dude. Like yeah. it's just the train wreck. They that love happened. it too. They do. It's fun. I remember yeah. loving it when I played. So like the fact yeah. that they're they're doing that a lot. Yeah. A lot of these traps, a lot of this stuff going on, they're really pulling these guys and that's a lot of meat coming at you. So watch out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of big boys running around. Can't wait to see. That's the other thing too that that everybody kind of made point was that yeah, Chargers won 23 to 12. Uh, that whole like first quarter if not further. It was the 49 starters. Starters yeah. against the Chargers backups like Yeah. The, Brock Purdy was the one that was running the quarterback. And I mean, yeah. very shortly before that, we heard that Trey Lance was going to the Cowboys. So it's like, this is all your main guys. Like, yeah, Christian yeah. McCaffrey didn't play, but like, and I think Kittle some of the was other, out there. Kittle like, was out there. Debo was out there. Like yeah. there was some first stringers going out there and yet the Chargers Ayuk still pulled the double well. away. They 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 kind of did move the ball a little bit on us, but that was to be expected. But we answered with that fumble, that fumble in the end. The zone, fumble so, in the end zone, that which was so is good, <laughs> great. So, yeah, it was it was definitely fun to see kind of how they, you know, we talk about every week is the depth and how they're mm-hmm. competing with those starters, and it's a, that was a what great do, point. What do you guys think though? I I saw a little bit. I watched a couple of games throughout the weekend, and there was definitely a lot of starters that were even um, in in new york for the jets like aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers was out there yeah he got out there they had number ones that are undoubtedly the number one guy getting rep we didn't have a single guy not mm-hmm. like our offensive line a couple guys in there but no they didn't even travel they didn't even fly to the game except for justin herbert i think coach may be doing a hard shift from what happened to him at that broncos game he's really evaluated the end the of the thing season is, no that's not what we did this last year too but they didn't play in the preseason Justin Herbert hasn't played in the preseason in several years. Yeah. So, like, you have this conservative mentality, and then in the week 17 or week 18 when it doesn't mean anything, you're still playing. Like, it just was a little bit confusing. 
So, but do you think, sure. do you, you guys, it sounds like Kev, you like the idea of not playing them at all. It didn't bother me what whatsoever. Like I, I want to see these other guys get a chance. So the fact that, you know, I, I want to know just as a fan, I want to be more informed on this team. And the fact that I now know what Easton sticks all about. I now can worry about that. If, if Justin needs to hop out, cause I've seen him play, you know, two, two full games essentially. Right. So I, I like seeing that. I like seeing the oppor- you know, the opportunities for these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would. I know that in the past, and I get the mentality of like, yeah, we got to put the first stringers out there. You know, they got to get the rust off, kind of get loosened up. You know, oh, why <laughs> did you <laughs> totally missed it? Wax on, wax <laughs> <Yeah>. off. <laughs> I don't have my chops. You have no chops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna slap the shit out of this thing if it comes at me again. Though. <laughs> um. But I don't think I, I think that that's just not a thing. I mean, considering how these guys are playing during practice, get it. It's <laughs> it's slow. It's that. a slow fly, and it's I still can't and get it. Be I, don't have it. I don't have it, boys. <laughs> Three days in Vegas, my head, my brain doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it, they're they've got those like practice scrimmage games and stuff like that. Like, I don't think there's necessarily rust per se with the with these players and needing to go out there and play in a preseason game you know i i was with everybody else wondering like why are we playing some of these guys in that week 17 game and sure enough we see mike williams get an injury and that's not what you want to see i mean god forbid you throw any of those first stringers out there i mean we've seen plenty of players that are getting injured in these preseason games that just don't matter and like season ending ending or like even career ending i think what did i see was like the center for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had yeah, a knee injury and he's severe. That's his career. He's done. Like, yeah, it's you don't usually get the GM or the owner or whatever say he's done. Yeah. Like how that's how severe the injury was. That was yeah. Scary. So I, I think the idea of not risking it in a game that does not matter when it's really trying to figure out who's going to make this team, you know, who, who are some of the guys that are come out and be, you know, shining bright stars that could like kind of burst through and find a, find a spot on the roster. So yeah, I'm I'm with it. What about you, Kyle? I mean, like, do you, what do you feel like? Yeah, I kind of go back and forth. I feel like there's certain situations that would have been nice to have. It would have been nice to have some of the guys out there playing, uh, especially with the new system. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like in the several years that have gone by now, even on the defensive side of the ball, it's like, oh, they weren't. They don't know the X's and O's. They're not comfortable. Like, well, then you gotta play. I, you know, like right. it would have been nice to see some of these guys that that are still acclimating to the the defense so they say like jc jackson i know he's coming off the injury i get it he's gonna have he needs the time but like getting him in there for a couple like a series maybe i don't i don't know and does it really do anything i just you look around at at some of the successful teams that aren't dealing with injuries all the time Mm -hmm. and they had guys playing on this last weekend so i mean it it's I don't I don't think there's a right or a wrong. It's just right. what your philosophy is on it. I would have enjoyed seeing him out there a little bit, um, but I'm okay with them not getting hurt too. Mm-hmm. But if that's your philosophy, don't play him in week 17 no, because it's a sure. team that doesn't mean anything. I agree, hundred um, percent. I mean, the one starter that we did see playing was Quentin Johnston. I mean, he's definitely going to be starting on this team, and we saw him go out there get a couple catches. Uh, awesome to see. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, on the receiving side, 38 yards, I mean, these guys, these receivers, there's nothing to write home about, like, with any of these catches, short of Hunter Campmoyer, who at least got a touchdown out of all of it. But yeah, um, yeah, weird game to watch in that regard. 
the rushing yards, I mean, crime and nitly, like there was over like 260 yards rushing, like somebody pointed out. And I think it was even you, Kyle, you sent like a message on the Instagram, how like this year's preseason chargers rushed like 500, you know, and 50 or something yards. And in previous preseasons, we only had like 200 for the whole preseason. So like big difference, huge difference. I mean, obviously a lot of focus on the run game. Uh, and I don't know if that's necessarily to figure out who your running backs are going to be, you know, obviously Austin Eckler's your main guy, but like, who's going to be backing them up? You know, they already cut Roundtree. Anybody can, if you look at, that's why I'm so interested in this cut down. Because all those guys had good games. And, mm-hmm. you know, especially Dotson being like the backup returner, I kind of see with some really sad news that we're about to talk about, I think there's a chance he, you know, could be out that he could make this roster. It's it's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, and we'll just go right into it, too. Uh, well, let's start first with the Daniel Popper tweet, because uh, this was also kind of interesting to hear. Uh, defensive coordinator Derek Ansley called the defensive plays tonight, Brandon Staley said. Ansley got a game ball in the locker room after the game. So for a guy who, you know, Brandon Staley has always been the one that's like, no, I'm calling the defense. I'm calling the defense. Now you let Derek Ansley come in and call the defense on a preseason game. What does that say to you? Like, what does that say to you, Kyle? Like, especially like knowing that having a head coach, having to focus so much on a on an aspect of the football game and not necessarily on the other things that could potentially be more important, allowing Derek Ansley to be the one to call the plays. What does that do for Brandon Staley if he allows him to do that during any of the regular season games? Yeah, I I, I like that idea. I don't think that's th- that's what he was trying to do. No. Um, I think no, I think he's trying to build he's trying to develop leaders, right? Like part of being a good employer is building people up in areas and training them how to do stuff so that they're more equipped down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's really all there was. I remember early preseason week one, I want to say it was the Titans had a an assistant head coach that did the whole game and Vrabel oh, just wow. stood there and watched. Wow. Uh, really? As a way of like allowing on field like opportunities to be in those situations and learn and grow and Kev get it. Oh, I caught it. it. Oh shit. <laughs> <Okay>. Eat it. <laughs> Sorry. Get it. Sorry for those of you not watching. It's just terrible <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, yeah. I'm catching flies. Um yeah, I don't I don't think he's trying to sh- by any means say that he's not going to call the plays. I think that mm-hmm. was a hey, it's this is a good training for Derek in the future. If something were to happen to me, um, then he has the, at least a little bit of uh experience under his belt. I think that's all it is. Interesting. That, that's a good that's a good call. Well, obviously it paid off because finally we saw a freaking interception. Yeah. With uh, it was close. Henley I, coming I in. called two, but I'll take the one. One is fine. I mean, and it was me. it was kind of a team effort. If, if you've watched the replay, it's like kind of like Derek kind of gets it, but he's like kind of bobbling it, and then uh, it was a Cam Brown kind of like gives it to him, and like in the effort of giving it to him, he like he it's like he just kind of gets swept guys. up by a wave of like forty <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's almost kind of funny to watch, but like that's an unsung hero for you know players like that to come in and get. You know, it's not about me. It's about making the play. So here, you take the ball. I'll take the two 49ers down, and you run it back for however many yards you can get. Um, it was kind of cool with, like, I think Dayon Henley is going to be a really good football player. It's exciting, yeah. like, dude. He's been consistent in all three of these games, and he's getting more confident. You can feel the confidence, especially in coverage. Like, man, a linebacker that, that good in coverage, like, mm-hmm. it's exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and uh, we've already been hearing about guys being waived. Uh, prior to today, we heard about Cam Brown getting waived. Um, Ian Rappaport uh, tweeted out today, this isn't a wave, but this is a, ooh, let's, uh, let's <laughs> wet our beaks a little because uh, Cameron Dicker won the Chargers kicking job. Yes! And instead of just waving Dustin Hopkins and sending him off into the sunset, uh, he was traded to the Browns. The Bolts traded Dustin Hopkins to the Browns for a 2022, yeah, 2025. <laughs> that's so hard to read sometimes. <laughs> for a 2025 seventh round pick, meaning Cameron Dicker will be the Chargers kicker in 2023. You know what's crazy about that is that we picked him up off the waiver. We didn't trade for him. No. So we right. brought him in. The he kicked well for him. us. And yeah. then we got a seventh round pick. They just Isaiah Simmons, the or he he was a seventh round pick that they got. Whoever that trade happens, I don't know. Right? Remember. Yeah, the Cardinals yeah. got a seventh round pick. Like they we got it for our for our yeah. backup yeah. kicker, our our other kicker. We got a seventh round for like right Ninja. Let's go. Yeah, getting a little something for. I mean, it's weird to say that we had an embarrassment of riches in the kicking department because that feels like it's been such a struggle for us in previous years. Yeah. But now we had two really good kickers and ended up trading one off and getting a seventh rounder, which I know in two some years pe- in two years, <laughs> but still, I know yeah. a lot of people will turn their nose up at a seventh round pick, but like, Hey man, look at Brock Purdy, dude, Mr. Irrelevant is out there and he's the starting QB for that team. So well, we yeah. also just cut our seventh round picks. So. Oh, way to jump the gun, Kyle. <laughs> Speaking yes. of seventh round picks, uh, Tom Pelissaro tweeted out the Chargers are waving waving rookie quarterback Max Duggan per source. The former TCU oh, star man. will be an interesting one to watch on the waivers. I don't think he's going to make it to our practice squad. I hope he does. But, but shit, who's going to put him on their active roster with the preseason that he put out there? It's not like he put out impressive tape. He had, he's going to make it. He had to, he would have to make an active roster. If you claim him off waivers, you have to activate him. Right. Yeah. And you can't just claim him happen. and put him on your practice squad or something. No, no, no. If you claim him off waivers, he is on your 53 man. So it's, I did, I don't, I think he's going to clear waivers fine and he'll end up on our practice squad. You think so? Cause, but because well, other teams could still sign committed, him from man. the practice squad. They could be like, signed to another practice yeah. squad for sure. They, yeah. they could still do that. But I mean, I don't know that anybody's going to pick him up off the waivers. Like, no, but it is interesting to see too that like two quarterbacks. Re- we're not going with three this year. Well, we're yeah. definitely not going with three. That is absolutely a narrative. Well, uh, I guess maybe like who knows if we don't go pick up somebody that was cut as the third guy. If there was like I saw something on social media of what is somebody that that uh, Colt McCoy with? just got cut, didn't he? From uh, yeah, Colt McCoy. The Arizona Arizona Cardinals are. Th- they're imploding folding right up the tents right now <laughs> yeah. yeah they are wanting that number one pick next year because they they have no quarterback kyler murray is on the pup list so he's not playing for four weeks yeah they cut they cut colt mccoy, colt McCoy. they have a fifth round pick or they just oh they just traded for what's his face from this from the cleveland browns um oh man the guy that has no eyebrows uh, I can't think of his name. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Come on, guys. You got to help. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eyebrows got it. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, he doesn't. That's a great way to describe that's, it. How I many no people idea. in the NFL don't that's have eyebrows? Good to know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so that, that's who they're going. They just traded for him this week, and that's going to probably be their starting quarterback. So, yeah. Hmm. Cardinals are a bit of a show right now. Yeah. So, it, it, so the narrative of like the Chargers only holding on to two QBs, that's 
good to see because Likely. now yeah, it's yeah. freeing up a spot for some other player in some other position to right. add to the roster. Um, the other thing that I think is interesting is that like I can't remember the last time Chargers drafted somebody and then waived them prior to the season starting. Like we yeah. mostly held on to our draft p- picks throughout the season like yeah they might end up on the practice squad or maybe you know there's some moving and shaking that might happen during the regular season but never like just straight up waving them like that just is an interesting thing to see um and then daniel popper also tweeted out the chargers cutting tight end hunter camp moyer per source i think that stone smart i think that's a reality now yeah that could happen that makes sense yeah, so he, would, he had a great. He had a great. It, it didn't Hunter get the for a touchdown? Hunter got the game? touchdown in the so last game. So the two guys that scored touchdowns got cut today. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chargers really don't care about touchdown production, apparently. But that's fine. But that's fine. Uh, the one thing also that we saw today was Ian Rappaport tweeting out Chargers wide receiver Jalen Guyton, who tore his ACL last September, will begin the 2023 season on the reserve pup list. Uh, source said he's out the first four games, but can begin practicing after two. So that's ex- that's expected. I mean, he hasn't done anything yet this whole training. No, camp. but it's good to see that they didn't just straight up wave him. Like they're yeah. putting him on the pup yeah. list. They're holding on to him because yeah, we haven't had a chance to really see anything from Jalen Guyton in preseason or training camp or anything yeah. like that. It's a so nice little workaround to keep him on the team, but not on the roster. So that way. You can have those other guys. If somebody does get hurt, oh, boom, week four now or week five, now you got this guy back up and running. Right. Four weeks to try somebody out. There you go. So we'll see what happens with uh, with Jalen Guyton. I'd love to see him still end up on the roster in some capacity just because of the production that we've seen from him in the past. Some of the best catches that Justin Herbert's ever thrown were caught by Jalen Guyton. So you'd like to see him make the team again because you'd like to see that similar production. But We've also got some other pretty studly wide receivers that can come yeah, in and, and fit yeah. the bill for at least a four weeks uh, if he can, you know, come back after that four weeks. But uh, as per usual, the Charger chat is recording the night before the big news happens as far yeah. as the roster. So uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we will. I'm sure as this episode comes up, we'll see a lot more news about who is getting waived, who's making, you know. I heard I heard a rumor about Friday something starting up again on Friday. What is that, Adam? Well, uh, in the Charger chat history, we have been known to record two episodes a week uh, during the regular season, and so because the news happening on Tuesday is this week, we decided that uh, this Friday we will bring back the second episode. So stay tuned, folks, for two episodes per week starting oh. this Friday. Uh, we will be dropping a second episode and we will do that going forward. So uh, more of my free time will be gone (laughs) and given to you folks. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, And we will definitely talk about the roster on this Friday episode for sure. Um, Other bit of news that came out, uh, Austin Eckler recently just got engaged. Uh, We've seen him and his, you know, fiance on like workout like they worked out together like so many times like they're just fitness gurus at this point mm-hmm. uh good to see that you know he's uh engaged to his best friend and obviously it looks like uh it's going to be a great relationship we're happy for you austin and uh hope that uh everything just goes great for your wedding 
Uh, but what's going great for us, folks, is our Patreon, yes. patreon.com slash charger chat. Uh, we've got two new names to shout out uh, from the Patreon. We've got the Salty Cook and Mark Dalia, Dalio. Crap. Make this bigger. <laughs> you can't. typed it. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Mark da- Marco Dalio. Sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the party, <laughs> Welcome pals. to the party. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash charger chat, where we've got videos weekly that we're always putting up. We're putting up behind the scenes. We've got Coach's Corner now over there at the Patreon. So if you loved Coach's Corner in the past, you can catch it over at patreon.com slash charger chat. And if you don't want to go over there, that's totally fine. You can go on over to our regular website, chargerchat.com. Check out all the cool stuff we got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charge to Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Vault Fam. So go check out chargechat.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on Earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. All right, gang, time to go on to the next segment. It is Fan Focus. Let's see what fan we are bringing into focus this week. All right, guys, we are back with another Fan Focus, and we're super lucky to have Jason from Orange County. What's going on, Jason? Not much. How you doing, Kev? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited to talk with you. We had this meeting set up for a little while now, so finally we're doing your Fan Focus, and I'm excited to learn more about you and, and your fandom, but let's kick this off the way we always do. How did you become a Charger fan? Well, became a Charger fan. I was a football fan when I was a little kid. My best friend um, played football, loved football. Unfortunately, he was a Raider fan, Boo. still is a Raider fan. <laughs> <laughs> and he always just tried to push me into football, you know, and then, um, about middle school time is when, you know, I started to get interested, didn't really know anything, you know. So initially I was a Dolphins fan for one year, you know, mm-hmm. time I was a kid. I was just like, OK, cool. Learned about Dan Marino. I was just like, all right, you know, yeah, this is kind of sure. cool, you know. And then the next year after that, I was just like, I don't want to be a fan of a team that, you know, I can never go see play, you know. Mm-hmm. So then it came down to, OK, I've got three choices. You know, I could be a Raider fan. No, you know, I could yeah. be a Niner fan, you know, but I was like, Niners are all the way up north. You know, I'm in Orange County. Yeah. So that's when I decided to become a San Diego Charger fan, you know. Awesome. So and then about 2000, when I started high school, that's when I really started diving deep into becoming a fan. That's awesome. So you've been a fan for a while now. So what yeah. what are your thoughts? It's, you know, I, I asked this 
question a lot, but what are your thoughts on where we were back then when we were in San Diego, kind of our team, what we were all about and where we are now and the kind of your, what are you excited for the season? What are your general thoughts? Oh, I'm beyond excited. You know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, the greatest era of my fandom is the Marty Schottenheimer days. Totally. You know, I mean, one of the greatest coaches for this team, you know, it's sad to see what happened to him. You know, I mean, that whole run he had was just fantastic, you know, but what we have now is just something special, truly something special, not only for the team, but for the entire history of the Chargers. You know, I mean, we have fantastic players in our history, but we have something special with Herbert, Derwin, Bosa, Mac, you know, and all these new young guys, Quentin, you know, all these guys, they're just, they're doing something special. And I, I see some, something special on the horizon. I love that. And then when I ask you, you know, two players, one on each side, who are you most looking forward to this season for on defense and offense? Offense, I want to see Herbert. I want to see what is going to happen. You know, um, I mean, since since Shane Steichen left, you know, I always said I was just like, why did we let him go? Yeah, it, it just made no sense. You know, he unlo- he unleashed Herbert. You know, that's why Herbert set all those records. You know, and then afterwards, you know, Herbert kind of regressed. I want to see Herbert unleash. And especially after watching some of these videos of him after getting that contract where he's just taking command of the team, you know, I want to see how that plays out this season. And then for defense, it's kind of a toss up. It's a toss up between Derwin and Bosa. Mm -hmm. Both of them, the last couple of seasons have just been teetering on explosive years. And, you know, I mean, with Bosa putting on some pounds, talking about how he, you know, feels that losing that weight really pushed him back, you know, and Derwin's been on the brink, you know, I mean, you saw it last year with him running the edge, getting those sacks and, you know, making those picks, you know, I mean, either one of those guys, if they have a fantastic, fully healthy season, either one of them could be defensive player of the year. I'm with you, dude. And the excite I'm excited for Mac and Bosa for a whole season and what that can do. And then now looking at like, you know, we see seen some of these preseason games like uh Tui Tui Peloto and you know what Rumpf could do for us. Like that's a pretty formidable oh, yeah. pass rush on that defensive line that you rotate guys in and out, keep keep them healthy, keep them fresh. Oh, most definitely. Yes. I mean, Rumpf has just surprised. Big time, right? Yeah. So it's exciting to see what that defense can do. I would like to see what a fully healthy, fully understood Brandon Staley defense can do. I mean, we know what he was able to do with the Rams, but I think he could do even more with our defense. I agree. I, you know, we're coming into that. Was it the third year with him? And he, he's the couple of years we wanted him to get it, come out like swing and have the best defense. But now he's had time to kind of get his guys in, get the right personnel. So this is a make or break it year for him, and I hope he breaks the shit out of the AFC West and kills everyone. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited oh, yes. I'm excited for the defense. So we were talking a little bit beforehand, and we have something in common. Um, you and I both uh, film school uh, kids. So tell me the story. You you started telling it to me, and I had to cut you off because I wanted to hear it while we were recording. But tell me your story. 
And so in um, 2006, I was in film school after high school, and uh, my professor had a connection with ESPN. And uh, for extra credit, he gave us all an opportunity to come work a Charger game. We had no idea what we were going to do. We just basically show up and get a job. That's awesome. Well, I showed up. It was a Raider Charger game in San Diego, and... My job was, you know, follow this guy and followed him, went into the stadium. And then next thing I know, I was told I'm going to be a cable jockey for one of the sideline cameramen. Nice. So I got to be on the sideline of a Raider Charger game in 2006. You know, I mean, that's prime. <laughs> prime time. Prime time. Yeah. You know, Sean Berryman, you know, LT, you know, all the classics. That's awesome. So, and one of the greatest moments was um, there was a play where uh, Drew Brees had basically handed the ball off to LT. I want to say they were on the like 12 or 13 yard line. LT broke a couple of tackles and then was tackled right at the goal line, fell over the goal line, and the referees called him down at the one. Oh, and God. Marty Schottenheimer came running down the sideline right in front of my cameraman got in the referee's face and was f-bombs you don't know what (laughs) yeah you know what is this and basically all i heard was the referee you don't like my call throw the flag and then schottenheimer just reaches in the pocket and he says you want the flag here you go and just drops it (laughs) mike drops him Yep. <laughs> and it was classic. And they ended up overturning it, calling it a touchdown, you know. And I mean, it was just a great moment. And that solidified my fandom. It solidified my me being a diehard. And then the cherry on top, at the end of the game, uh, my cameraman comes up to me and he says, So we are going to be interviewing Drew Brees because we got the victory that night nice. and he gave me all the rules, you know, you're allowed to talk to him. Don't ask him personal questions. Don't ask, you know, for autographs, things like that. He'll give it to you if he wants to, but I had a chance to shake Drew Brees hands, kind of shoot the shit with him, oh you know And I mean? It was just a fantastic experience and I'll never forget it. I, I was going to ask you what's your biggest charger memory, but I think that's probably it. Would be my guess. <laughs> so l- let me ask you, what has been one of your favorite experiences over the last couple years, a game you loved or something like that? Uh, well, a couple of years ago, I had season tickets. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, I have kids. So unfortunately, I had to let those go. I feel you, bro. But, okay. um, you know, uh, went to every game that year. I was there for the Raider Charger game when it was a storm and the lightning hit the building. Nice. You know, um, one of my greatest uh, memories, you know, I still go back to this video, you know, when they uh, they tag the Celine Dion song onto the 2018, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. two-point conversion yeah. at uh, Kansas City. Yeah. No, I mean, some of just there's so many great moments in Chargers history. And if you've been a fan, a diehard for so long, you know, it's really hard to just pick one. And like I said, you know, I mean, looking at the last couple of years since Herbert really came on board. I mean, we got so lucky to go from Rivers to Herbert. Yeah. You know, the only regret I have is that we didn't 
keep Rivers one more just, just year. One year of overlap. That's all. I, yeah, I'm with you, dude. Right? Yeah. Could you imagine the knowledge that Rivers would have given Herbert? Yeah. No, it's I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've had a dream about that before, and it might make me weird, but I'm willing to admit it that they were like best friends at a QB room and they were teaching each other stuff. And uh, then I woke I up and it. it didn't happen. So that's what I get. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, it's, it's so exciting. And hopefully we're going to create a whole bunch of new memories this season. A very exciting time to be a Charger fan. And uh, it was so exciting for me to get to talk to you, Jason. Thank you so much for your time, man. Oh, of course. Thank you, guys. And uh, FTR and K-Love You Bye. K-Love You Bye. What a story. What yeah, a that. moment in history that you got to be a part of, Jason. Like, you got to, like, witness it. You got to hear things that none of us have had a chance to hear. Yeah. And that is, what a wild moment, dude. That was cool. Yeah, I, I really like the, the, the Schottenheimer story. I thought that was hilarious. Just mic drop. Just drop it right in your face. Yeah. Oh. You want the flag? I'll give you the flag. I'll give you the flag. I got it right Put here for you. Yeah. <laughs> Suck on this. Um, yeah. And I, I'm excited for Bosa too, man. I I, I feel like this is going to be a year we're going to see a completely different Joey Bosa, considering that when it came to light that he was dealing with an injury for years, favoring a side of his body, which in, inevitably caused an injury for him to have to deal with, like, I think this is going to be this is going to be really exciting for Joey Bosa this season. Yeah, totally, big time. So, Jason, thank you so much Thanks, for coming brother. on Appreciate the chat with Kev. Glad you didn't become a Raider fan. Glad Hallelujah. you left the Dolphins after one year, and you got to experience uh, a moment in history that uh, that you'll you'll remember forever. That is so cool. That's right. Thank you. Um, all right, folks, time to go on to the next segment. Ask Bolt Fam. Da, 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 da. Charge. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Go jam a thumb up his bottle. That's what you do. <laughs> I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, your boy. That's right, folks. Time for Ask Bolt Fam. We start off at the top with Bolted Asherman. Now, Bolted Asherman's going through some stuff right now. I don't want to get into too many particulars, but uh, he had a very simple request, and far be it from me to not fulfill the request of Bolted yeah. Asherman. So here you go. Can I just get the, you can do it, in the Rob Schneider voice, FTR and Bolt Up. You can do you it. You can do it, Bolted Asherman. You can do it. Sorry to hear the the troubles that you're going through there, bud. But uh, you know, the bolts are here in like a week and a half. Yeah, they're dude, coming. Something for to look forward to. Keep your mind off of it. So yeah, for sure. Enjoy. We got your back, bro. Absolutely, bolted Asherman. Thanks for coming on. Uh, let's move it on now to Rebolted 2006, who asked the question: Hey, yo, Charger Chat crew, the sun was starting to set and the clock ticked ever so slowly toward tear change time on that fateful Saturday afternoon. There, bolt up cat, Mr. Pecker, and rebolted 2006 all waited, locked hand in hand from different time zones, waiting for Judgment Day. Mr. Pecker let a million dollar fish go. Bolt Up Cat jumped out of a moving van, leaving a new celebrity resident speeding alone in the passenger seat at 65 miles per hour. 
and rebolt to 2006 led his facility to lose $10,000 for not coating IV fluids in time oh my God. to embark on a journey that would change their lives forever. After answering the call at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time, fantasy football with the Charger Chat crew and the Craig experience, what's in store for these three is unknown. Most likely losing to Craig in a 16-person league, but it sure is going to be a great time <laughs> with great friends. Let the games begin. Thank you again for that. By the way, does anyone else yell dicker down, baby, or dicker down the middle to <laughs> all of Cameron Dicker's kicks? It's the only way I can be serious and a little perverted and then tell the other person they're the perverted one. <laughs> Huzzah! He is here to stay. Best of luck to D-Hop in Cleveland. Your Denver Monday night performance left an impact none of us will forget. K, love you, bye. Dicker's here to stay. Dicker is here to stay. I'm, I, I like Dicker. Dick, I'm, Dick I'm not excited. I'm not excited to see Hopkins go somewhere else, though. It's like, it's one of those things where it doesn't feel good for me. I mean, he was a good kicker, and it just pray that it doesn't come back to bite us somewhere down the road that he's the guy that don't makes even put kick. that out there. Don't even don't worry about even it, dude. We got put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I feel just, so confident about Dicker. It's good. Everything's yeah. good. No, I, it, it's I, I don't feel great about Hopkins leaving, but I feel good for him, for Hopkins, that he's able to go to another team and able to perform and was able to come, yeah, you know, because going to Cleveland, <laughs> I know going to I mean, whatever <laughs> yeah. semantics, but I mean, to leave the Washington team, yeah, like because they let him go. They were yeah, just yeah. like, we, we don't want him anymore. They were like, washed up. what's his name from Toy Story? He's like, I'm done with you when he drops Aww. the Woody doll. Uh, Andy, that's his name. <laughs> when Andy drops Woody, Real they're just bitch. like, I'm done with you, D-Hop. Uh, but to come to the Chargers, have success, yeah. to throw a game like like uh, Rebolt had said in that Monday night football game. like Yeah, just throwing his leg at the that, ball. That's insane to have that kind of performance and that kind of heart. And so for him to land on another team, I'm happy yeah. for him. Yeah. Obviously, no, if I want to hold on to all the players that we possibly could, but there's a limit. And sadly, he didn't meet the limit. But uh, Thanks for uh, joining the Fantasy League. And dude. thanks it's for joining the fun. Fantasy Football. That is going to be quite an interesting ride. I haven't played fantasy football in two years, so I'm excited to get back in and draft and make changes, pick up guys. And I got to hit, I got to hit the uh, research. I got to do some mock drafts for sure to figure out who I'm going to have on this team. Just show up. They do. That research is done for you by Yahoo. It's best available right there. Click. I guess. Let's go. Unless they're like suffered an injury and Yahoo hasn't updated in time. And they're like, oh, you picked a guy that has a season uh, yeah, injury. Yeah, that's not good. Congrats. But it's also like, I feel like I always do research and then I end up drafting some weird rookie that I got all excited about. And then he doesn't <laughs> play or he sucks. And I could have had four other guys that did great. Right. I feel like you overthink it sometimes. That's true. All right. Something to look forward to. But uh, Rebolt to 2006. Thank you for asking the question. Let's Thanks, move brother. it on now to Coach Lago, who asked the question. What is up, bros? You beautiful triumvirate of goofy buttholes. <laughs> I've been MIA, you know, life and stuff, bros. Shout out to Wifey, Bella, Rory, and uh, future QB1 Remington. Bros, such an exciting, positive offseason. Bros, 
This is the year I can feel it. Like, really, bros, it all comes together this season. Herbo is that dude, bros. Staley is that coach. Like, come on, bros. <laughs> are you ready to eat shit? Unseasoned, <laughs> moist, brown dookies are coming up. Because, uh, boys, I'm in the Charger Chat Fantasy Football League, and I'm out for throats. I'm shamelessly <laughs> positive about winning bragging rights and that signed ribs jersey. Kickoff is right around the corner against that whack South Florida <laughs> team we embarrassed last season, and I can't wait. BTFU and K love you bye. It's all love, boys, except with FFB. LOL. <laughs> Getting kind oh. of scared of this fantasy I'm, league. I'm not. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, People are coming to play for keeps. Yeah. Bragging rights. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I hope I don't embarrass myself. <laughs> you probably will. Just you remember, will folks, we're all on the same team. Okay. Yeah. Like, and which will also be the problem because everyone's going to draft Chargers. And I know. I'm not going to get any <laughs> I'm of Doss at the turn. Right. I'm taking let's, him end of end of beginning of second round. Let's just keep the name calling to a minimum. Okay. <laughs> like it's okay to be frustrated, but like just remember yeah, we're bro. all brothers. We're all Toe bros in this, bro. okay? Tell bros. So don't make us eat shit, bro. Okay. Coach Lago, <laughs> I don't want to eat Dookie, all right? Um, but thank you. <laughs> the the wordplay a beautiful triumvirate of goofy buttholes. That's a t shirt. Mm. Chef's Chef's kiss. kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Laga, thank you, buddy, for Thanks, uh, brother. didn't really ask a question, but I guess maybe just are we ready? Like, yeah, we're ready. We're oh, as yeah. ready as we'll ever be. It's coming. Uh, let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. Hey, guys. So recently, I was watching a video from the Chargers YouTube channel of Herbert wanting to make golf more exciting by adding an edge rusher to the course. And if you don't get your shot off in time, then he can tackle you on the course. So that got me thinking, if there was one addition you would make to football, what would you add? I didn't hear him say that. That is aggressive. I like that. It's fun, though. <laughs> I like the it's idea. Terrifying. There's a ticking clock, and if you don't get it off, you're getting tackled. Yeah, shit. So I need the pace of play up, good. He's been playing some <laughs> slow rounds. People in front of him really pissing him off. Yeah, it's like God, somebody <laughs> should tackle that guy. <laughs> What's the there's Joey, like one, go get him. Go get him. There's Joey. like one golfer right now who takes like three minutes for every shot. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, it's the big goofy goober, but I can't I can see his face. Patrick Cantley. That's yeah, me, Patrick yeah. Cantley. He is, yeah, everyone hates him playing with him because he plays so slow. It's so brutal. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we need to get him an edge rusher, but right. something for football. Well, do you guys remember the XFL used to do instead of a coin toss? They put a ball at the 50 yard line and you just sprint at it to see who could get there first. <laughs> no. I don't remember that. No. They would, they would put them like 10 yards apart or whatever, and then they would just sprint at the football and whoever got it won the toss. That's kind of fun. That's We're getting it. Like Darius that. Davis, let's go. I also thought like if you got if you got down to fourth and one, you could just go Oklahoma drill, like three v three, two linemen, offensive defense against linebacker, running back, and like close quarters. Just like eliminate <laughs> all the crap and it's just Oki drill right on the goal line. I thought that that would be pretty fun. That I is like fun. It. I like that too. All really good ideas. Yeah. Um <laughs> with the with the advent of like the the camera, you know, the what I don't remember what the camera is, but the one that's oh, like yeah, up like in the flies air. on the field. Like yeah. If they could have like 
targets. Some American gladiator esque <laughs> like guys up in the air to like <laughs> shoot some footballs balls. or like yeah. maybe drop something on some defense guy. Yeah, something like or just those big Q tip. You know, jousting <laughs> things that they could just yeah. like whack a defensive guy off, and I like that. Yeah, I feel like over something like overtime could be way more fun with some American. I mean, come on, gladiator type stuff. <laughs> it's already awesome. a bit of a joke. <laughs> it really is. Um, yeah, those are fun. What would you guys do? Put it down in the comments. Let us know what would you add to football because I think that could be some fun ideas. Uh, Zachary Shelton, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Swipe of Visuals, who asked the question. Oh, my God, guys. Cameron Dicker is our mother freaking kicker. We stole a seventh <laughs> round pick from the Cleveland Browns. Max freaking Duggan played, and we were so freaking close to week one. My question is this, boys. Do we keep Trey McKitty, or do we cut ties with him and keep Stone Smart? Because Stone Smart is a smart dude. And knows how to block while Trey McKitty, well, he pulls up with some Mick. Uh, never mind. We won't go there. Kind of blocking, you know. <laughs> Anywho, f- the Raiders and KLW bye. P.S. I just saw the Duggan news. Dadgummit. That, was, that wasn't fun. You see your name <laughs> up there getting cut by a team. It's just like it felt personal. Duggan's been waived. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm doing this on my own, guys. Kevin yeah. and Kyle, you've been waived. Um, no, I couldn't do this without you guys, but I'd uh, watch it. Let's see. So Stone Smart and Trey McKitty. Trey McKitty's just not really doing much, man. And it's not, it seems to be a kind of a consistent thing. He hasn't performed well during the regular season. He's brought in for blocking. He isn't always you know reliable there. Mm-hmm. Um and I think there's something way more interesting about Stone Smart. You know, at least his hands are better. Right. Um, and he could do something a little more with that. So we certainly it, saw more from him in the preseason. I mean, Trey McKitty, I don't know that we saw anything from him. I mean, like, unless negative, he did some blocking. He had a negative five yard um, reception. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> yeah. So if you go look at the box, if you look at the box score, it was him, had one catch for negative five yards. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're looking, I, I feel like it's just, we drafted him so high. He was a third round know, pick, right? right? That's yeah. crazy. So you put a lot into him, and you're just hoping that it's going to eventually pay off. Like, right? Maybe this is the season where it all comes together. Um, but from what we've seen so far, it feels like as a fan base, like we know that that guy's not the guy. Let's take a flyer on this quarterback converted. We love converting people to tight ends in the Chargers organization. So mm-hmm. let's just totally. convert this guy to tight end and see, give him a full go and see what happens. Uh, I think it's the more exciting and more fun move. Um, but something in my gut tells me that Trey McKitty is going to be on the roster. It very yeah, well fourth, could be. I, I can't remember. Was Trey pick. McKitty a Brandon Staley draft or was he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anthony Lynn. Okay. Was, yeah. This is year three for Trey. Okay. So it was his first, it was Brandon Staley's first draft. Okay, gotcha. So the year that we got Justin Herbert was the year we got Trey McKitty. The Justin was the previous year. Justin oh, that's right. one yeah. year under, yeah. Sorry. Forget. I'm all, it's late. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, I mean, as a fan base, we really haven't seen much from McKitty at all. Uh, but Stone Smart has at least had a decent preseason. I know we can't put all our eggs in a preseason basket, but... Uh, we will have to wait and see. 
But uh, swipe of visuals, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Peck R, who asked the question. <laughs> for once in a long time, <laughs> we get news on Monday for the CC gang. Cameron, the three-legged kicker, Dicker, obviously wins the <laughs> kicker battle, sending D-Hop to the Browns. Oh, boy. Dustin, thank you for your kicks. We wish you the best. Also, props to Kevin for making the call several weeks ago. Anywho, with the cuts looming, let me know your picks for the following. Oh, boy. Who do you think will be a surprise cut? Who do you think will be a surprise to make the 53-man? Family, trust, respect. Both the f*** up. I love you, bye. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, oh, boy. And thank you. I I knew it. Was, I had a feeling. I told you that Dicker was the guy. I had a feeling. I, I don't think we necessarily disagreed with you, Kevin. I think we just wanted to hear me say Dicker over and over again. No. <laughs> yeah. Necessarily that. I'm like, like with Kyle. I just like, remember... I think it's always good to go back and remember when Kevin really wanted to uh, as our quarterback, and that was his pick. And so anytime he makes a, a pick, we just got to remember where you started from. Because Tua would have been the starting quarterback of the Chargers. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> and I have a Wheaties box. Pack that shit up and get out of here with that. One an episode. <laughs> Um, we'll see. All right. So surprise cuts and surprise. Max Duggan makes. Yeah, that was surprising. Well, we already knew that. I know. <laughs> I think is it uh, Jared Clark? I think the the nose tackle. I think he's probably going to make this roster. I don't know why. He just played hmm. so well in this preseason, and he's just so goddamn strong. Like we, yeah. we need. We I think he'd be a great addition to our to that D lineman mm-hmm. room. I think he's the one that probably out of all the un, the free agents that came in, he probably I think he has a good shot. That's fair. Um let's see. I, I'm kind of leaning towards DOS, but man, that wide receiver room is so heavy. I can't imagine that we that we hold on to I mean, because you've already got Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer. Jalen Guyton technically doesn't count anymore. Or does yeah. he count as an active roster spot even though he's on the pup list? Does he still have to take a spot? Mm, I don't think an don't active think so. spot, no. So he's not a part of the 53? Not initially. I mean, it, after that four weeks, he could become they'll you know, add him and they'll have to 53. bump whoever that 53rd man is when he's activated. I mean, you got Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston, Darius Davis for sure. Jalen Guyton, at least on the pup list. So, I mean, you could see Doss potentially at least hanging around for a little bit before Jalen Guyton or until Jalen Guyton gets back and holding on to six. It doesn't seem like we'll the four running backs to jump over a little bit. Do you think we're going to carry four, especially with no. the, you know not having a third quarterback this year, even though uh, Dotson does return kicks as well? I don't think so. I think Dotson will end up on the practice squad. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that I just, it, I didn't see him on anywhere on. I guess on special teams, that gives you that little bit is these last guys that make the roster, the surprise guys are guys that had great special teams performances. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't, I don't know if anyone stood out enough from what I saw to be like, Oh yeah, that guy for sure. Mm-hmm. Like sealed his spot on the team. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I really, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be the, 
surprise. I think Stone, if Stone Smart makes the squad, the 53, I think that's shocking. Um, so I think I doubled back down on what the last question was and Trey McKitty getting cut and Stone Smart making the team. That's kind of my surprise cut and keep. I'm good with that. Wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> um, yeah. God, there's so many guys here. It's going to be crazy. It's, it's to a win brutal. That, that, Tomorrow's going to be a that's brutal That's a lot day. of people to cut. There's so yeah. many guys, yeah, that it's are going to get cut. Day. Go 90 down to 53. That's almost half the team getting cut. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of waved, I should say. Energy. Wave. Smile and wave, boys. Sorry, Smile Max. and wave. Um, all right. Well, Mr. Peckar, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. I'll say, I'll say, sorry, gentlemen, I've been gone a while, but I'm back for the new season. I mean, I was never gone per se. I say still download every one of the pods, man. I hope the run game is as good as mama's cornbread this year as it was in the preseason. What I say, what say you FTR and bolt up. I think if we can get this run game going, I think that'll, that'll make Justin even better. Like he he'll have some stellar games if we can really keep these defenses honest and really have to kind of load that box up a little bit and then Justin can just destroy the secondary right. So I really hope and it feels like this is the scheme. All these players were on our team last year and weren't having performances like this. I feel like this is we're on a one way ticket to getting some really good stuff with this with uh, Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Big time. I mean, and not even just from the running back room, the amount of times that we've seen Easton Stick and Max Duggan running in these games sometimes felt like that was the design was for them to 100%. run. Yeah, yeah so, no, Max Duggan had, there was polls being made to, for him to follow. They were designed yeah, quarterback runs. They didn't feel like I can't find anybody to throw to, so I'm just no. going to run. It felt like that was the, that was the design from the get-go. Yeah. So I think all of those years that we've been pining for more runs from Justin Herbert, because I know that Justin can run just as good, if not better than Easton Stick or Max Duggan. He's quick. He's quick as well and makes big strides because he's a big boy. I think we could see some crazy runs from the quarterback this year, probably more rushing yards this year than we have in any previous season. Yeah, if you look at that last game, I think our Easton Stick and Max had what seventy five yards. Some of the top rushers, like yeah. So yeah, so that's I think very likely. So I'm excited for that for sure. I mean, obviously the running backs need to be, you know, be able to run better. And now with Kellen Moore running the offense, I think we are definitely going to see some pretty big runs this season. If the preseason is any indication, at least we're going to see some uh, considerably more rushing yards than we have in the past. I think Austin is probably going to get a big contrast contract somewhere else because of the season after this I season. think Austin Eckler is going to be an easy thousand yard rusher if he can stay healthy and it's going to be dangerous mm. I'm excited house of pain thank you for asking the question let's move it on now to Mr. Bolt check who back. asked the question check back any concerns with the tight end department and starters on the roster Parham and Everett can catch but both are not great blockers for the run game. Could hurt us down the stretch, don't you think? And certified fresh, my opinion. Oh, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Always on our A game here at the Charger Chat. Um, <laughs> all right. So Parham and Everett, 
not being great blockers. I don't know if I necessarily feel that way. They're, That's they're, not their forte. I it's wouldn't not, say it's their forte. They're not blocking tight ends by any right. means. They're not George Kittle out there putting laughing while they're blocking people. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of what he's getting at is that gotcha. they don't enjoy blocking and they're definitely, I don't think that they're an asset in the running game. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they can get in there and mix it up to create a, a, just a change of pace where it's like, Oh, Everett's in the game. They're going to throw. So he, he has to be able to block a little bit to, to catch them off a little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, injuries could catch you like, a lot of them not being able to catch could catch, catch up with you down the road. So mm-hmm. With our offense, I would rather have tight ends that could catch the ball, um, and True. they get creative with Xander Horvath and that's whatever, exactly what whatever I was linebacker say. or whatever tight end that you have in there that you do feel the most confident with. I think you can make do. It's it's a lot about scheming with the strength that you have instead of wishing you had something. You had a, a Travis Kelsey or a number one tight end in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Instead, you got to make do with what you got. So if Kellen Moore can't get creative enough to figure out a, the best way to use those tight ends, then yeah, it could come back to hurt us. So, you know, I, he seems yeah. to be doing okay so far, at least from, from what we've accomplished in these first three preseason games. Right. Yeah. I mean, if the, if the offensive line can hold up and you know, the starters can stay healthy for, for the bulk of the season. I mean, that's just, those are just more targets for Justin Herbert. And again, makes you question like, who is he going to throw to? Is he going for a wide receiver? Is he going for a tight end? Is he going for a running back? Like Horvath. Or Horvath. Like, I mean, those Horvath. are all options for him now. And having another set of hands out there that can catch a ball and, you know, do even just little chip blocks or something like that, I think is always going to be helpful. So I don't think it'll hurt us at all, Mr. Bolt, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to the K-Man who asked the question. Who will Kellen Moore have up in the booth to relay details back to him in case he misses something or asks for a quick opinion? And how do the players feel about having him on the sideline versus in the booth a la Lombardi? Thanks. Love you. Bye. Yeah, it's we talked about this last week. I think it's exciting that he's going to be calling plays from the sideline. And yeah. then I think Newsmeyer, it seems like he's on the sideline with them too to work with with the guys hands on. So I don't think he's up in the booth. But they have a lot of quality control guys on the staff. I don't remember all their names, but there's a lot of guys that can, you know, help give you a lay of the land. You you did that for a little while, Kyle, when you weren't uh, head coaching, but just hopped up there and gave him a different insight. Yeah, it, a lot of the times the guys up there, they're telling, like, the Kellen Moore will be like, hey, this is what I want you to track. This is what I want you to look at every play. And you're just relaying information. You're not up there giving opinion. You're just spitting out facts that you see up there that he can't see down on the field. So mm-hmm. it's not a matter of I need someone up there to tell me what to do. It's yeah. just I need this, these details and these these statistics that you can only get from up there. So relay that information to me, and then I can still make the decisions on the field. So right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who. I don't know who's up there. Uh, I don't know if it matters who's a huge there? amount. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it matters a giant amount. Um, they just got to be able to do what Kellen asked them to do ahead of time. Yeah, and yeah, I, having them on the sideline is just going to give. It's going to give a new energy. I think to just, these players, it changes the vibe. Like you exactly. can feel from your players what's going on, what they want to do. You can have that conversation real quick. It, you know, coordinator. There's also just a matter of relationship. Like it's yeah, that's a big thing of Coach Staley's whole philosophy and identity of the organization is that like we know our players and we have like relationship with them. We know what they're going through, and you can't have that when you're sitting up in the booth. So I don't, right. I don't understand how Lombardi 
got away with being up there to be honest it's it, yeah it, it's an honest opinion for sure and to see you know if i'm a player and i make a good play and i get on the sideline and i see my coach Coaches over there you, you know yeah. hyping me up patting me on the back telling me good job you know that's that's gonna add an extra level of energy to this team that we haven't had mm. in the previous season so we're all young- excited for it it's a young staff. A lot of energy is going to be there. So, yeah. you know, you, you see how they get hyped up at practices. So yeah. more of that's a good thing. Keep keep it going. 100%. So K-Man, the K-Man, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mickey Coates, who asked the question. So which one of you is going to cop the Chargers WWE champs belt? I saw this. It looks so rad. Yeah. For those that I, haven't seen, this is like a WWE champion belt. But official it is, like leather. Yeah. All, I just looked it up online. It's $550. That's the thing that I was going to say. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's half a grand. So yeah. I don't know if we're going to be competent. I, and I don't, I don't feel good like having that unless we do. Until you've won. won. Yeah. Like if, if we win it all this year. I might have to consider looking at something like that for the, oh, yeah. for the man cave. Yeah. For sure. Well, there you go, Mickey. I think the answer is Kevin. Is <laughs> Kevin be the one that Kevin is definitely the most likely to buy something like this. <laughs> I think uh, that's not even up for debate. I can't argue it at all. No, that's absolutely all. something I would buy. <laughs> so yeah, if he keeps uh winning at the craps table, I think he might buy. I hit, I hit 10 again, 25 on 10. That pays for this whole belt if I would have allocated it properly. <laughs> yeah, it is a beaut for sure. I mean, just the powder blue, the bolts all over it, the helmet, like it is just a, a thing of beauty. And if we can Dang. make it all the way to the end there, I think uh, Kevin's bank I'm, account might be $500 lighter. <laughs> probably. And I think we're, I have a feeling we're going to see this at Thunder Alley that first game. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Somebody will have it. Oh, one yeah. of our fellow Charger fans has already bought this and it is yep. ready to go for a thousand percent. I just looked online. It says there's only nine left. So there's plenty of people that bought it already. Well, there you go. Oh, shit. I'm yeah. kind of stressed now. What if I can't get one? <laughs> there's only nine left, Kevin. You just, how you did better you act just salesman? So. You just, <laughs> yeah. Hey, act it fast. also is only three payments of $139 of zip on that. That just made it so much easier to swallow. What a pill that was. Uh, uh, all right. Well, there you go, Mickey. Thank you Doesn't for uh, asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville 714, who asked the question. Is Dion Henley the next Eric Weddle? Oh, you guys doing Fantasy League this year? Oh, I'll tell you, we are. So, if so, any tips on how you guys go about drafting? Hoo-ha. Running back or wide receiver first. Can't love you, bye. I've, you I've really tried to give up your strategy? <laughs> the thing the is, world. I don't have one. I've tried it all different ways. Yeah, I've even gone quarterback first It doesn't matter. You still don't round. win. <laughs> it still doesn't matter. I, I, running backs is hard for me to go first round because they are so generally get hurt. I always have a running back that's hurt. It's true. So wide receiver is a little easy. makes a little more sense for me. They're not quite as prone to getting beat up as much. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather put my money into that because honestly, every running back I've ever drafted in the first round has been out for at least part of the season. Christian McCaffrey several times. I've done that several times. <laughs> yeah, And I've been punished. Been there, done that. Yeah. So Christian McCaffrey. 
<laughs> but if just if Justin Herbert's available in the first round, wherever I'm picking, I'm just taking him because I want for funsies. Yeah, yeah, I get to be extra excited when he scores huge touchdowns, big time. Yeah. He will not be there in our draft unless you're picking. Unless one. you're the one picking. And first. if I'm picking one, everyone's going to think I rigged it. So I'm gonna, 100%. I can't do so that. Yeah. even if you <laughs> yeah. randomize it and you end up on top, oh, I'm recording. Do it again, my guy. I'm recording <laughs> the randomizer on video. So Doesn't matter. See if you end up at first, you better do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, boy, running backs, I mean, especially on teams that are like running back heavy makes sense because like they get the yardage especially if you can get like a running back that like also like catches like kickoff returns and stuff like that because that's just yeah we got we got some sneaky scoring for our league yeah Yeah, so um i i kind of lean towards running backs getting them a little bit more i understand the idea of like injury how many running backs do you have on a team really like a lot of teams have one guy that's their guy you have three to four wide receivers yeah, the, that are getting an even share. The mm-hmm. committee, the committee aspect of the NFL has changed my fantasy running back yeah. selections a little bit because like you <laughs> could you could swipe grab somebody off the waiver wire week one who came out of absolutely nowhere and he yeah. can win you the, your league. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. I just gave away everything I'm doing. <laughs> Shit. Um. All right. Well, there you go. Both oh, those seven. And oh. his actual question, Dayon Henley, is he the oh, next yeah, Eric the next Weddle? Eric but what Weddle. do you mean by is he the next Eric Weddle? Like, they're different. Yeah. I, a lot of people have different, different opinions positions. on Eric Weddle. Well, and they're different positions too, aren't they? Yeah. yeah Eric Weddle was a safety. But the, it, but, it, the thing is, Dayon really gets into coverage well. So I don't know. I They're just totally different guys. I think Eric Weddle. Good at football? Yeah. Then yeah. Then yeah. Sure. <laughs> Because we he kind is. of we kind of had bad taste in our mouth after Eric Weddle slammed us forever and right. was super not fun. So I mean, when he yeah, played, was, he was amazing. He's a good football player. Loved having him on yeah, the team. So. so yeah, if that's the comparison that he's a good football player like Eric Weddle, yeah. sign me up. Just just don't talk shit on us, Dan. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and grow an awesome beard too. Wouldn't hurt you. Um, <laughs> I don't like beards in a helmet, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I don't it's like weird when they're like <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks weird. Looks like it, it hurts. I like it. I'm, I'm Somebody should it. just cut this part out. <laughs> Leave the rest of it. Just cut this part just out. Just the chin, chin strap, strap. So it yeah. helmet fits. Just right? a big bald. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to start a new trend. Um, it's like the Friar Padre, but off yeah, the but on yeah, your chin. It's your chin. <laughs> just. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bull Hill 714. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move on now to OM Run, who asked the question. What are we going to do without all-in this year? Those were the best. Maybe they took that all-in to hospital meme from last year a tad personally. I swear that I, I saw, saw that they announced all-in, like the scheduled dates and everything like that. I thought we talked about it. Like I got to look this up. <laughs> I got to get the bottom of the shit because that's like my favorite thing. Mm. Um but I did try to find on like their website, like what was the schedule, Nothing. and I can't find anything about it. I swear we they announced that it was going to be coming back. So I don't know. Kevin's <laughs> sleuthing right now. I'm Xing right now. <laughs> He's Xing. <laughs> but I I don't think they took anything personally. I think having it all looks, in just the way they shot like that's the scene with uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah, there's there still, has they're, to they're, be. They're still shooting it the same way. It's still, right. like I I do not feel like 
It's not Megan hanging in the back with a cell phone camera yeah, or something like no, that. No, no, there's still documenting There's production value properly. happening in the in the offices. But did I miss the announcement that we're not getting all in? I, well, I just Google searched it and I didn't see anything saying that we weren't. I didn't see anything mm-hmm. saying that we weren't, but I didn't see anything saying that we were. We were. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're telling me I'm gonna stay shamelessly positive and say that yeah. it's coming, baby. Just gotta sit tight. I bet you. I bet you this next this week prior to week one, we're gonna see something drop. <laughs> you look like your dad right now, <laughs> trying to like change the clock on a VC. <laughs> huh? How do I get this thing to work? Um, and they still have an all in button on the Chargers page. I know. Well, then they have to. Come on, they would have gotten. But rid of it's the it's old. It's the it's a series premiere. That's what I'm saying. Like I go, I I tried to find something that said when it was going to be dropping, and we. I'm worried. <laughs> this doesn't seem good. <laughs> but you just said like they have still have production value going on. Like they wouldn't have just done it for that Antonio Gates thing, right? Maybe. Right. <laughs> Oh, it better have all in. I love all in. Kevin looks really no. worried right now. I am. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> Sound like such a baby. <laughs> but I think it's coming. I think we'll see it next week. I that's my that's my bolt prediction. We'll think see so? all in next week. First okay. episode, or at least an announcement. Something. Okay. So, oh, OM, yeah. OM run. I think we're going to be okay. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Athir Kadir. Athir? Who asked the question? <laughs> well, dog, my baby. Three things charges need to do week one. First, commit to the run early. Herbert, take deep shot early. Second, Defense, get off the field and keep their asses from scoring TDs <laughs> early, baby. <laughs> Lastly, third quarter, put up 10 of 14. I got the Bolts winning 27-13. FTR, let's hear it, baby. It's got to do everything, Just all do the good all stuff early. early. Baby. Yeah. Just don't wait to do often. the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was... <sighs> Am I remembering that correctly? Like third quarter last year, we like couldn't score. Dude, I just saw it on. Life. I just saw it on social media. Like the the Broncos scored forty one points in their last preseason game. Yeah, they scored zero in the third quarter. Really? Guess who's there? OC Lombardi. He That's cannot score in the third right. quarter. It's impossible. He scored forty one points and zero in the third quarter. Wow. He's just late getting back to his booth. He's getting a hot dog or something after halftime. Mm-hmm. Takes a long time to get up there. <laughs> you know, he's still in the bathroom. They're like, somebody yeah. call a play. He radios it in. It's too <laughs> echoey, Lombardi. We can't hear you. I'm not getting a good signal. Um, yes, I agree that the Chargers definitely need to like at least show that they can perform in the third quarter comparatively to last year. Uh, but getting taking care of business early, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Do it. <laughs> do it. Please up the air. Don't wait. Right. What are we yeah. waiting for? Get get <laughs> points on the board. Stop them from scoring early. I'm all for it. Block them. Tackle them. Yeah. Turn the ball over. Yeah, let's get some turnovers, it. baby. Early, baby. Early, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. We're we're with you, Athir. Thank yeah. you for asking the question. Uh, and we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Evan Dooley. 
who asked the question. Chargers backups versus 49ers starters, at least for part of the game. Josh Kelly, 70-plus yard touchdown, 267 yards rushing. Feels like we're living in some kind of alternate reality, but come on. 38 yards of passing. Weren't we supposed to see what some of these receivers had to offer? Kind of hard to make any predictions from this game. Am I the only one that thinks most, if not all, of those decisions are already made? So here is my question. Vic Fangio is the new defensive coordinator in Miami. Brandon Staley served as an assistant for Fangio and is touted as being from the Fangio coaching tree. They signed Jalen Ramsey in the offseason. Justin threw for 367 yards against them last year and embarrassed Tua. We only ran for 82 yards, though, so I want to hear your projections for just for passing and rushing yardage against the Dolphins in week one. I know it's a little early in the game prediction. Personally, I think Staley put it on McDaniel last year, and there were not a lot of games I would have said Staley outcoached the opponent, but he did in this one, and we went on a tear. Beat the Dolphins, then the Titans, Colts, and Rams. Just the opposite happened to the Dolphins, losing to us, then the Bills, Packers, and Patriots. I think these boys are going to see this as a revenge game. I think Fangio is going to want to whip his protege. I'll go first. Justin goes for 313 and two touchdowns, and then and the run game is good for 112 and one touchdown. Know you boys are shamelessly positive, and I love you for it. This year should be mighty entertaining. Hold on, boys. Here we go. FTC. Let's go, right. Going to be I'm entertaining, in. to say the least. Um, yeah. Interesting points, though, as far as like uh, Vic Fangio being the defensive coordinator and Staley similar kind of learning under that philosophies. tree. Yeah, yeah. similar defense. So. So, I mean, as far as your question is on the prediction of yardage and touchdowns for passing and running, I mean, I can't disagree too much with what you put out there, FN Dooley. I don't want to, I don't think I'd be any less than what you predicted. If anything, I'm, I'll, yeah. I'm going to tag one more TD on that. I'm going to go, he's going to throw for over 300, but it's going to be three touchdowns. One more and touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to have 112 yards and like maybe right around there. It's going to be over 100 for sure. Yeah. And, but who knows? We've been running for 200 yards every preseason game, so hopefully yeah. they can pick up where that shit left off. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of switch it. I think I think we will. I think he's gonna Justin's gonna throw for 260, 250 yards because the running game is gonna be um, an emphasis. I think we run for 160, throw for 250. Um, I think we have two and two, two rushing and two throwing. I like that. I think it's interesting that that has been the talk as far as like the focusing on the running when the whole quote from McCarthy when he was with Dallas was like, you know, Keller wanted to throw the ball too damn much. I wanted to run the ball. And now all of a sudden we're seeing all of these rush, you know, these runs from running backs and seeing some high rushing yards. I think it's kind of like Keller Moore going like, no, I know how to run the ball dickhead yeah. like i just want to <laughs> i want to win all right yeah. Yeah. so i i think i think there's going to be more passing yardage and touchdowns i think the i think the run the yardage and the touchdowns is probably right where it should be um that's not to say that a running back won't catch a pass from justin and, and score a touchdown i think that's always 
a possibility. But I think the I think the receiving yardage or the passing yardage is going to be higher. I'm going to go like 350, something like that. Nice. Oh, <laughs> Justin comes out slinging. Has to. I think this first game, I think he has to be able to show who he is, why he earned this contract, why we have Kellen Moore in the offensive coordinating position, and just come out and uh, and again embarrassed to the the taste of that last game i think is still going to be in their mouths it's hard for it not to be and they got to go out and show like no we belong and this is what we are this is our identity now i think we're going to come out in that first game and see an identity of this team that we haven't seen in previous years now with kellen moore being the offensive coordinator that's my thoughts i will very well thought out and um you conveyed the information very well and uh i support you thank you (laughs) Supporting you, Mary Mike. <laughs> FN Dooley, thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking questions. And Ask Wolf Fam, we greatly appreciate it. It makes this show what it is. Uh, but that's going to do it for this episode of Charge Chat. Join us this Friday for the second episode of the week for the Charger Chat podcast. But until then, any uh, final thoughts there, gentlemen? I'm so ready for this. I'm so ready for this. I can't wait. I can't believe it's finally here. And we're going to be on an yeah. airplane in like 10 days, flying out to see Kyle, going to steal that box of cereal. <laughs> and it's just going to be so much fun. Yeah. Seeing everybody out there at Thunder Alley is, it, it's been too long. It's been, I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. I just can't so, wait to go see everybody. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to be there. Can't wait to see y'all. And, uh, and I think that's going to do it for this episode of Charge Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. Because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Oh, hi, it's me, Wooldog. You may know me as the co-host of Charger Chat, but did you also know I have a side business? Being blessed with such a large, voluptuous beard, I felt the need to start a side business for those of you that aren't as lucky. That's why I started Wooldog's Beard Toupees. Can't grow a beard? Want to keep one, but the chin strap on your helmet really irritates it so you keep that little spot on the end of your chin shaved and need something to cover it up at fancy dinner parties? Then stop by Wooldog's Beard Toupees and we'll get you fitted. Wooldog's Beard Toupees. There's probably a better name for it, but I got to get this episode out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.